It's Wednesday, the 14th of April, 2021. Welcome to your mentored briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, businesses are experiencing their best conditions in at least 12 years, augering well for a lift in investment. Plus, Bitcoin surges and local investors rush for exchange-traded funds. The former boss of Aussie Post takes aim at the chair and board of the group, and Woodside Petroleum gets a female CEO taking to three the number of women running a top 20 corporate. Our lead story today, business conditions around the country have hit a record high, with activity across different sectors and states growing at a healthy rate as the economy recovers from the COVID-19 recession. The National Australia Bank March survey of business conditions jumped eight points to 25 points. The bank's chief economist, Alan Oster, said the recovery had been much more rapid than anyone could have forecast. Business confidence also remains high. But Mr Oster warned that there were price pressures in the economy. Input costs, including employment, were on the rise, according to the survey. That's a precondition to any change in interest rates, the Reserve Bank has said. But not all cost increases of inputs have been felt by consumers, suggesting companies are wearing lower profits in an effort to recoup sales. Strong business conditions and confidence are critical because business investment so far has been the missing part of the economic recovery puzzle. Businesses have to feel confident before they'll spend money. And the strength is flowing through to big business. Credit ratings agency Fitch increased its rating on all four big banks to stable from negative yesterday, citing the better-than-expected housing market and economic recovery. Fitch said earnings and dividends of the banks could also return faster than expected. This economic recovery is strong, very strong. In overseas news, the S&P 500 touched an all-time high last night, as did the tech-heavy Nasdaq. Figures showed inflation rose more than expected last month in the world's biggest economy, but not enough to force the Federal Reserve into lifting interest rates. In early afternoon trading, the Nasdaq was up more than 1%, while the S&P 500 was 0.3% higher. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 0.2%. Bitcoin hit a record overnight, breaching $63,000 a unit. It's up nearly 120% since the start of this year. US federal health agencies overnight recommended pausing the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine after six recipients out of nearly 7 million developed a rare disorder involving blood clots. The AstraZeneca vaccine has already been restricted in some countries for similar reasons. And Uber said its gross booking revenue during March hit its highest level in the rideshare group's 12-year history. There were $52 billion in annualised gross bookings. The group expects to reach break-even point, finally, this year. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Former Australia Post Chief Executive Christine Holgate told a Senate inquiry yesterday that she was bullied out of her job and was suicidal after the Prime Minister Scott Morrison humiliated her in Parliament. She accused the group's chairman, Lucio Di Bartolomeo, of lying and fabricating evidence about her departure and called on him to resign. The chair, also at the inquiry, denied he lied about Ms Holgate's resignation and said he wouldn't step down. He said the board did not leak information about her resignation to the media and said she wasn't owed an apology. Mr Di Bartolomeo said he nor any board member sought or encouraged Ms Holgate to resign. At issue was Ms Holgate's decision to give four senior staff members Cartier watches, 
in recognition for the work they'd done. At the time, the Prime Minister was very critical of the gifts. On the one hand, this story is an incredible insight in the top echelons of corporate Australia. On the other, it's tragic that a person of great ability who did something that many before her had done was contemplating taking her life as a result of the publicity from a leaked media report. The local exchange-traded fund sector has pushed beyond $100 billion under management. ETFs are low-cost funds on the ASX that generally track an index such as the ASX 200 or an asset class such as gold. They became particularly popular during 2020. The number of COVID-19 jabs given on Monday was over 56,000, taking the total across the nation to more than 1.2 million. The Therapeutic Goods Administration confirmed a second blood clotting case in a Western Australian woman believed to be linked to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Fears about blood clots have forced the government to restrict using the AstraZeneca inoculation to over 50s only. It came as Federal Trade Minister Dan Tian said he would head overseas tomorrow to talk to European officials about restricted exports of COVID vaccine. And Woodside Petroleum, the biggest oil and gas group in the country, has said internal candidate Meg O'Neill will be appointed acting CEO. At the moment, Ms O'Neill has responsibility for the group's development and marketing activities. Current CEO Peter Coleman will step down in June. For the time being, at least, Ms O'Neill's appointment means there are three women running top 20 companies. The others are at Fortescue Metals and Macquarie Group. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.